Hello, everybody. It's Marcy from wavesofcommunication.com. Welcome to another episode of my Language Facilitation Helpline podcast. The information in this show is designed to equip and empower parents to take action today. Parents are advised to never give away your power as your child's language facilitator to any therapist, teacher, consultant, or even to a specific method or strategy and always honor your unique family's abilities and your own core values before you consciously initiate any action with your child. Most importantly, the strategies and advice provided here are general and not intended to replace personalized consultation. If you want individual coaching and advice, you should visit wavesofcommunication.com to learn how to work with me as a client. Today, I am here with Dream, who has a nine-year-old late-talking child, and we're going to learn about her process and what she's been doing so far and talk about maybe how Waves of Communication is going to be able to help her. Tell me a little bit about your child and how you found out he was a late-talker and what you've done so far to you know, address the issue. He has autism, but uh, uh, until... I think a seven or, I mean, almost seven, he barely started to talk. So, and now he can talk a little bit more like a, a request based. And, uh, you know, uh, he can talk about what he wants, you know, certain stuff. Yeah. And that that's about it. And he can, you know, answer questions. He can tell you, you know, if you ask him, he will tell you certain stuff, but uh, not really voluntarily, like just to keep talking, but he scripts a lot. He's not using any other language for sharing ideas if he has a thought or anything like that. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And what have you done to teach him the words that he knows now? Uh, We uh, do play sessions every morning. So we use, uh, you know, a lot of imaginative play, use the simple words and just uh, keep talking and, you know, talk about, uh, you know, where we go. Yeah, we've been doing this uh, right now it's uh, for a year and uh, like a uh, prior to two years of sunrise. Okay. And the words that he's using are needs based. So are you, um, you know, you're using your play sessions to teach him, but is the, are those play sessions where you're teaching him how to ask for things? How did he learn to ask for things? Uh, we just uh, sometimes uh, hold, uh, you know, hold and then wait for him to say something and then we will we'll give to him or we can just model, uh, do a lot of modeling for him. It, during the imaginative play, during the fun play time that you're doing, is he talking then? Not much, not much. If he's not talking and he's participating with the play, tell me what that looks like. Well, we ride on the boat and then, you know, uh, just uh, we row the boat and sometimes we will say 
something like pulling and you know zigzagging and then he would just uh, watch and then I keep saying it then I wait for uh, like uh, 10 seconds then he will say zigzag or whatever so that's uh, the language he pretty much say it's not much you know that's, right. uh, that's uh, yeah that's why a little bit you know uh, a little bit hard for us it don't yeah, we get a little bit uh, uh, lost there. I see. Okay, so the language models that you're giving him, he is imitating. He is picking them up mm -hmm. and saying them even later. So even outside of that rowing boat game, have you heard him say those words, pull or zigzag? He says it more like a script not really using the contact you know uh, right he knows a lot of vocabulary you know probably i we told him like a thousands of times or something and then he's still saying the like a, may i have this so he would just say one may i have this and then next phrase we say i want to then you know, he was stuck with that sentence. Outside of I want or may I have, does he ever put two words together? He can, he can. When you show him a picture, he can say out the whole sentence. Okay, and, um, and so when he's on his own though? Uh, script, script a lot. Are the things that he's saying in scripted time from your, um, the words that you said while you were playing pretend play, or is it from videos and rhymes? Uh, probably in the video and the rhymes. Okay. And mm. so does he spend a lot of time watching those things? Uh, not much. Basically, he only watched uh, one, you know, probably... Uh, less than half an hour. You men mentioned in your um, survey that you sent me that his processing is slow, that it takes him a little while or multiple mm -hmm. repetitions to really get something when you explain it, right? Yes. And when he does get it, you know, especially if you give him some kind of physical cue, he gets it right away. And once he learns it, he never forgets. Is that also true? Yes, and more, you know, anything imitate, he will do it better right. than the verbal, yeah. Right, of course. So you see, because he sees success, he's been tested, like you said, he knows how to describe a picture, he knows how to answer a question, he knows how to follow a direction, he knows how to do all of these things that he's asked to do because he's learned how to do all of those things by watching and imitating. That's his way of learning. And that's why his language hasn't expanded because the only language he is learning is the phrases one by one. Like you said, mm -hmm. when he uses requesting, the flavor of or the sentence of the time is I want whatever or may I have whatever. And it changes. And when he has one, that's the rule. Like this is mm -hmm. how language works. I use this word or phrase to make a thing happen.
Hmm. That's what it's for, needs-based language. That's what you said that he's using now, and that's exactly what you're describing. And the way that he has learned that language is by watching, listening over and over and over again, because the first models he's getting, he's not getting well enough. You have to provide hmm. more and more models for him to get the language, and he is getting it over time. So what i'm what i advise parents to do in this situation is number one understand that there are behaviors going on that are blocking the process of learning the spontaneous language because it's a different way of learning to talk by listening to things memorizing them and then saying them when i want to um versus spontaneous language that just comes out oh look at that wait check this out look at me what i'm doing and for your child's whole life he has learned that language is for requesting and getting his needs met that's what he has been trained and then the only other time that it is a connected sentence those whatever he's saying whatever he's scripting those are the things he wants to say that's what he's when he's by himself pacing or watching pillows or thinking in his own mind over and over again what he's doing is matching the pictures in his brain of the video of the whatever and he is saying it to himself over and over and over again to try to get the repeated models he needs because you're not letting him watch the tv and the videos he's only watching 30 minutes a day because you don't want him addicted to that but literally that's his only way right now to learn mm -hmm. spoken language because everyone else is teaching him what they want him to say label this picture follow this direction let's go on a bear hunt i'm telling you what we're doing today we're setting up these play situations come mm -hmm. with us and he's just doing them because he's a good boy he's compliant he's happy they're fun you know it's engaging and he's interested and enjoying the process but know that he is not listening and learning language he's trying to listen over and over to pick out the word that you're saying the most and then he's saying that for you because you're you're rewarding that whenever he does say a word you're saying oh you said row or you said zigzag or you said whatever and so he knows okay when everybody else starts to say things over and over and over again they want me to say them because they reward me when i do that mm. right um, we kind of like uh, you know whatever he is playing you know we we talk about whatever he's playing you know right yeah and that's and that's good for him because he knows that you and that's why you have such compliant activity because he knows that you are paying attention to him and that you are watching him and that you only want to offer him things that he wants to do and so now he has trained you to give him jobs he likes leave him alone when he doesn't want to do it and you're his entertainment. You're providing all the language he needs because he's not getting it from those videos and things because mm -hmm. he's listening now to you. And you're providing these language models, but there is no step farther 
to facilitate mm -hmm. the spoken language. But what you don't realize is how much you are still creating environments that you are prompting him to imitate you, yeah. which is what these row your boat situations are. And that's not really sunrise. That's really still imitative behavior. That's leading towards the ABA end of how to get kids to talk by imitating a behavior that they enjoy. But what's happening in your son's case that's kind of holding the works up is that the language that he is being presented with are, yes, on topic of what you're doing that is interesting for him, but they're not his words and they're not slow enough and they're not functional enough in mm -hmm. um, to use in everyday life outside of that therapy situation, mm -hmm. that play situation. So my recommendation is that now that you are home with him, you need to try to find opportunities to model even slower language. And if you are not going to work with me in my program, if you work with me in my program, I would tell you exactly how to talk. But the video that you can see for free on my YouTube channel is called um, Use Language Facilitation Talk to help your child learn how conversational language works. And then also, I suspect, and I don't know because I haven't seen video, that you are all talking at a lower level um, than your child is cognitively. You're talking at the language level where he is, but not at the cognitive level because he may be very interested. He's already nine years old. He's probably interested in some very sophisticated ideas and the things that he's thinking about in his brain, the pictures. He's wanting to do the activities that he is very good at. Uh, he liked to play one of the apps called the Reading Egg. You know, he's uh, kind of obsessed with it. And uh, ah. or he play Wi-Fi Plus is uh, kind of like exercise program. So he does, you know, that's two things. He He's uh, pretty excited. Okay, good, because I knew there had to be something. If he's obsessed yeah. and watching something, he's a nine-year-old boy, there has to be something that he always wants to do. Mm -hmm. And if he always wants to do that thing, then is that what you use for your language facilitation? Uh, I just, just kind of started, you know, uh, before I didn't realize, you know, how to do it. Now I'm kind of, uh, you know, uh, following the your videos, uh, I'm trying to still, you know, still a little bit hard and not prompting. So that's uh, the part I feel, yeah, that's the part I don't feel like comfortable. Yeah. And why is that? Why don't you feel comfortable? It's just like, uh, um, I don't know what to say. To say. Okay, so um, that means that you have been prompting for a long time. Probably, yeah. And I know that you have purchased the independent study course, and so you're at the point where you're working with trying to stop your prompting. What are your biggest prompting habits? Say he is showing interest to go outside. How does he tell you he wants to go out? 
Well, he doesn't see anything, and he will just, uh, you know, open the door, and which is, uh, we have to take him back, and uh, you know, we will ask him. You probably have to let us know, and uh, then we can go. So he, then he will say, "I I want to go outside." Yeah, he usually very um, don't really talk unless it is necessary. And you see, when you're doing this. You're perpetuating the same behavior because he's not learning to use the words instead of the behavior because he continues to do it, right? He will just continue to go outside and every mm -hmm. single time you have to, no, you can't go out, come back in, you have to ask mommy. Mm -hmm. Is that going on mm -hmm. over and over again? Yeah. Right. So you understand that you need to stop that. Mm -hmm. So the way that you're going to stop that is by teaching him in the moment to let him know that this is not good. Okay. Mm -hmm. And right then you have to give him the words. You want to go outside. You want to go right now. And if he's showing signs of wanting to go outside, like maybe he goes to the store, to the door, or he gets his shoes, or he non-verbally starts to do those things, he probably is giving you indicators, non-verbal indicators, that he wants to go out, but you're missing them until he actually goes out the door. Because that's what it takes for him to trigger. That's the behavior that triggers you to take action. Because he, that means that he is waiting for you to guess. That, Like you said, he's not wanting to use talking because he has another system that is his go-to system. I'm just going to go out the door. And he might not even go far out the door. He might go and then stop. I don't know, if he goes, does he just keep going to the park or will he go out and stop out there? No, he, he will stop, you know, right. he stops. That's yeah. the way he's telling you, I want to go out. So if he goes out and stops waiting for you to come out and get him and bring him in, that's his way of communicating to you. That's a mm -hmm. whole big series of communication. And if mm -hmm. you were in my program, I would train you how to turn all of that mm -hmm. into language and that is the process that you have to do and you have to learn to do it you can train him to do it during your everyday activities like getting dressed and the things you have to do and all of that is in the program but this is your blockage you see he is his firm in his nonverbal communication and he's got a whole system put together and he's trained you to guess what he wants because he knows you don't want the behavior yeah. Now, because in his case, language learning hasn't worked very well. This repetitious stuff while you're playing boat ride, it's not getting in. It's not mm. working. Uh, they, we still have ABA and uh, they, they do the play uh, therapy. And uh, of course, they have a prompt, prompting too. Yeah, I, I know, you know, there's something blocking. Yeah.
probably what we do. <laughs> I totally well, that's it. I mean, you can't help it. And it's not your fault that you did these things. You did I what mean, you were told and you did what worked for you. But it just happens that things, kids grow out of them. You know, you grow out of these things. Just like yeah. when he was little, the ABA helped with the behavior until it didn't really work anymore. And then the sunrise felt better about behavior. So that worked better for you. And now we're realizing that it's kind of enabling him at this stage. So you need to move to the next step and just keep evolving. He's a nine-year-old boy, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, bless you. You have done everything. You've gone through the gamut and dealing with your own illness. So, yeah. you know, it's a lot. It's a lot to do. And I believe that the universe has created this situation as an opportunity for families yeah. like you to restart, just calm yeah. down, smile a little bit more, have some fun, enjoy your space together. You're alive. You're alive yeah. with your child. You know, it's a blessing from God. Take advantage and enjoy this time and not working and struggling and fighting. Life is precious and short. Enjoy it, right? Thanks for listening in today. Please share this podcast episode with anybody you think can benefit. And remember, there are tons of resources across my Waves of Communication platform to help you get started today on your language facilitation journey. There's more than 200 free videos on YouTube, a daily blog in my group on Facebook, my book, If It Isn't Fun, It Isn't Fun, Teach Your Child to Talk Faster Than Speech Therapy is available on Amazon and Audible and my coaching programs. And all the details are on my website at wavesofcommunication.com. Of course, I'll be back next week with more information and strategies to help you continue on your language facilitation journey. Bye for now.